0: There's joy in every journey.
2: I watch his TV show all the time. And that, of course, is little Dickie, who's kind enough to join us on CBS Sports Radio. And he is joining us here today on behalf of Mountain Dew. Dave, appreciate the time. How hey, are you?
1: I'm great. Thank you for having me.
2: So I- I'm a big fan of yours for many reasons. Okay. You clearly have such a unique voice. I know you're a big uh, Philadelphia sports fan. Yeah. And we have that connection since I lived in Philly for seven years. So, yeah. OK, yeah. I, I got to put you on the spot right out of the gate. Sure. Favorite cheesesteak place.
1: Uh, I loved, and I don't know if it's closed. Okay. I mean, I think it's still open somewhere, but the the spot where I actually went all the time... I went last time and it wasn't there.
2: Steve Steaks. Oh yes, Steve's Prince of uh, Steaks. Yeah, I yeah. Lo- I, That's why I, I love the cheese fries. Oh, okay.
1: And the crushed ice with the cherry soda, and and of course the cheese steak. But last time I went on South Street, it was not. It was yeah, they, COVID they, I, I shut think they've closed
2: some. Uh, locations. But they have other
1: locations. Yeah, Steve's y-
2: Prince of Steaks. My, my favorite is uh, Mamas. I in, never had in Mamas. Never had it. Oh, delicious! It's a hidden gem. I gotta go. It's for it's uh it's definitely one of the the top cheese steaks. Uh, obviously. Yeah. Uh, big fan of yours. How do you get your your cheese steak? Just whiz with or no, american I, cheese provolone
1: it depends on the location d- i don't like onions so there will be without every time and okay it'll be whiz or american depending on the type of whiz and American they carry. Yeah. It, I, I probably would start with whiz and see how I feel about the whiz, but I do love American cheese. Like a nice wet American cheese is great. Mm.
2: Yeah. It, it's crazy because every cheesesteak place, I could order the cheesesteak differently because you know the ins and outs of, of yeah, what they do best. Yeah,
1: exactly. Sometimes you need to go extra cheese.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you're not wrong. Yeah. So. Or, or double meat sometimes. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, you're right. You got to feel for it. You got to, it's like, uh, it's like anything in life. You go, you experience it and you adjust.
2: All right. <laughs> Let's uh, talk a little bit about the Eagles. Okay. Ten and one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know that there were some flaws with the team but when you're 10 and 1 coming off a Super Bowl loss very you, impressive. Yeah, you feel good at that point. And then <laughs> man, holy crap what happened down the stretch.
1: Well look, to be fair, even their 10 and 1 was like a head scratching ten like it felt like yeah. they were just like bar- barely winning games and especially coming off of last. just never felt like they put four quarters together the entire year. Look, honestly, i got to say, I really think it, this whole season is total it's – a, it's a pure example of how important coordinators are in the NFL. Oh, absolutely. Two of our coordinators go on. They're head coaches in the NFL. I think Shane Steichen, you see, like, he's like Colts, a yeah. great coach. And, like, you lose someone like that, it matters. It has an impact. I think we've taken strides by firing those two coordinators, and maybe they, you know, are unfair scapegoats, but something had to change. Like, they just – there was no – it felt like they were just treading water and not adjusting. And so I'm excited to see Kellen Moore in there. I'm excited to see Vic Fangio in there. And I think they, they made the, the right moves because they have the roster still. Mm-hmm. I still feel like talent-wise, like, wow, what a team. So I, I, I in no way think that this is like a rebuild mode team. I think they're a contender next year immediately.
2: You know how important leadership is. Yeah. Everyone's calling the coach into question. And now yeah. I think that coaching in the NFL, you got to be a player's coach, but you can't be a doormat. I just don't know if Sirianni can get that locker room back in order. That's a big concern.
1: Yeah, but if you watch the interviews and you see when they are asked, like, "What do you think about?" This? They all really rush mm-hmm. to his defense. Uh, you know what I mean? I know they have to, right?
2: But like, how I, genuine is that?
1: It feels genuine. I, I, like I, as an actor, like I'm, I'm like, yeah. I, like, I like, I really try to watch it.
2: We should bring you on in season to just tell us what yeah. is bull bleep and yeah. what's not with these coaches. Yeah, uh,
1: I don't know. I, look. I was skeptical of Sirianni from the moment they hired him. I was like, "Who is this man? And what is he talking about with plants watering?" Yeah. Like, I was like, "What's going on here?" But <laughs> the then, but they really <laughs> respond to him, and he really had like, "Look, I'll, they've comp- when he went to, like they've always been on an upward trajectory, except this past year." And any guy that he's he's the CEO of the team, like he's bringing in the right people typically. You know, don't forget his original hires were all like, boom, head coach, head coach, like Super Bowl caliber team. You got to give a guy credit for that. So
2: how did you just wondering find your voice? Because it's so unique and not only find your voice, but you have now had so many people just in the show with Brad Pitt, Justin Bieber, Drake, all really believe in your vision and what you're kind of saying.
1: Look, you know, it's still to this day a dream come true when I think about those names you just mentioned, like they're icons, you know, people that you grow up being like they're at the top of the mountain of anything that they have ever uh, tried to do. They are that. And for them to believe in me and collaborate with me truly is like the most validating experience of my life. How did I find it? Honestly, I was just like a funny kid that everyone like laughed at my jokes and like. I would just get constant feedback wherever I went. They'd be like, "You're the, the funniest guy I've ever met." And I th- and I thought to myself, "I don't think all these comedic heroes of mine, like Adam Sandler, Seth Rogen, Larry David, began as anything more than everyone's funny friend."
2: It, it, it's so funny you say that because my best friend, he goes by the rap name Eyes and Ears.
1: Okay, and, cool, uh, cool name, Eyes and
2: Ears. He, right? Yeah. And his like first song that he did when we were like in middle school, and I was into radio, so I would help, uh, you know, kind of put together yeah. the, the songs and everything with my, with my other friend Jordan. And it was about mini waffles and Hot Pockets. Yeah. And when we watched Dave, we're like, this is what our friend Alex wanted to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly,
1: it's like kind of a... Uh, and that's what I like to do in my art uh, is, look, everyone has a dream or a goal, and, you know, no matter what it is. Maybe it's not being a rapper, but it's something. And sometimes it feels fully impossible to, or, like, really difficult to achieve that dream. And I just like, like inspiring people to go for it. And, you know, I always kind of corny but the phrase it's not that corny like a phrase that i really live by is like i could live with failure i can't live with what ifs you know i would never have been able to sleep at night if i didn't try to go for it because i would have been like well what would have happened if i tried to be a rapper like maybe like you know and now look at me i did I just did a thing with brad pitt and drake so insane and whatever your thing is like don't like the only way you're going to do it is by really believing it so just go for it
2: and the other thing that i love is you've made it and then you try to help other people too. Your relationship with Gaeta, and how you kind of use that platform to get his message out on Dave was awesome. Thank
1: you, yeah, all credit goes to Gaeta. I mean, the man, he's been an inspiration to me behind the scenes for like, since 2014, so about 10 years now. Wow. And I like have been, you know, prior to the TV show, I still was doing shows, tours with Gaeta, we're living life. he was constantly, like, inspiring me and making me feel good enough as a rapper to, like, go do certain things and always being in my ear to be like, no, you are, like, you are great. And it's... uh Honor and a thrill to be able to Cause I've always you meet this guy and you he oozes greatness. Before he was famous, like anyone would meet him and be like, "Who the hell is that yeah, guy?" Right. That guy <laughs> feels like a celebrity. You know what I mean? So, I'm just honored to be the guy that can help him get all the credit that he's always deserved this whole time.
2: Talking a little dicky right now. I was reading the other day that we don't know if we're getting a, a season four. Dave, what's what's cooking? Well, there? we're
1: taking a break. You know, the show is, was that your call? Yeah, okay. it, uh, it's uh, it is a it's very hard to make the show i love it i love it with all my heart but from like the point of starting a season to the point of ending it it's like a year and a half long journey where like you know i'm so hands-on and involved in every phase so i'm in the writers room every day i'm in every scene when we're shooting it. i'm a big part of the scout I, i direct and scout and do all the things and then when it's done being shot then that's where my real work comes in and editing it and like you know all the scoring and it's like a huge thing My name's on the line. You know, it's called Dave. It's something I care about. Every single detail. And there's so many micro decisions to make. And I just thought, you know, we just did something with Brad Pitt and Drake. Like the show is kind of at like a great pause Mm -hmm. point moment where, because there's so many other things I want to do in my career. And I just want to have that. It's hard to, like even music. I, I... I haven't even had time to work on a on an album in the last, like, five years because the show takes up so much of my time.
2: From faking your death in the show yeah. to the sleepaway camp scenes, we talked about it. Uh, you had Justin Bieber, Drake, Brad Pitt. It goes on and on and on. What's your favorite episode so far?
1: Great question. Never, I've never even been asked this question in an interview. Are you serious? Yeah, I am. Oh, wow now i would say historically we have three seasons my favorite episodes can all be found in the nines and tens like season one nine ten season two nine ten season three nine ten i feel like you know i really pride myself on nines and tens probably particularly tens uh but kind of my favorite episode in my heart is probably episode nine season two where i go to rick rubens oh yeah the reason behind that beyond it being a great episode is just it felt like the first time i like really took like a big tonal departure like it isn't like a what previously was a standard episode of Dave and like I thought I want this to feel like a Stanley Kubrick film you know like just it felt like a different vibe and I it took a risk because I was like I know I can make a a standard episode of Dave in a really good way I don't know if I can pull this off And, and then when I pulled it off I was like I can do anything and that gave me the confidence in season three season three like every episode is like a different version of a different type of short film whether it's like a epic wandering the desert thing or like we're trapped in a hurricane and it's like a horror episode like I really like wanted to branch out genre wise and I think episode nine season two gave me the confidence to like go for different types of tones
2: so the finding your love uh, storyline let's uh, tie that into this Super yeah. Bowl your thoughts of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey I think it's awesome
1: I love it look it, first off it makes America as a whole feel like high school or something yeah. you know what I mean and I think it like warms the heart of uh, of america and maybe even the world like i think anyone who approaches their relationship with hate is probably just a hater you know nah, like, i'm with you they just seem they're both they, they just seem very likable people like I, travis I've, I've you know i don't really know him well but he seems like the coolest guy ever and he's been the coolest guy ever and he's been the best ever for like a decade you know and she has obviously like she's like the new michael jackson you know what i mean like what she's doing is historically unprecedented and she seems like ai have never met her but she seems like an incredibly smart driven ambitious woman
2: and I it, respect her it's so funny who you are in the show yeah you you are in real life i remind you of taylor swift oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> sure if that's yeah. wants to be the headline i'm fine yeah. with that yeah like have you a lot has changed in your life yeah but do you feel like you have changed individually you've always been the same person that you've always been
1: i feel like i've i'm very similar to how i've always been there's no real i mean you know you age and grow up and you you know there but beyond that i feel like no i think if you talk to anybody who's close with me they would say that you know, fame hasn't changed me in any way. And that's because I probably always believe these things about myself. So when I do achieve them, it's like, I don't want to say no big deal, but it's like what I
2: always knew was going to happen. Sixers. I know Embiid's hurt. Is that season pretty much over? Is I it would
1: never say the season's pretty much. I got to see what the recovery. I mean, if Embiid is out for the playoffs, they're not going to win anything. Yeah. Hot
2: take. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I,
1: it seems as though there's still hope that he could come. My main goal, it's crazy. Like he just... The amount of times he's not healthy in the playoffs, I would be totally fine with him. I would rather be like the seven seed and he's back 100% Mm. than be like the one seed and he just got hurt right before the playoffs, like
2: last year. Uh, Tell me a little bit about what you're doing today with Mountain Dew.
1: Yeah, so, you know, I don't know if you're aware Mountain Dew, Baja Blast, the flavor previously it was only really available in like Taco Bell when you go to the drive-thru. And I loved it. Whenever I'd go to Taco Bell drive-thru, I'd be like, what is this mysterious soda that is only being offered here? And I'm happy to be the man announcing that Baja Blast is now in stores nationwide, cans and bottles. You can get it anywhere, which is like, what a thrill. So I'm here conveying that message. I host a radio show with the Odyssey app that, yeah. We're owned by Odyssey. Oh, great. Yeah. So there's good synergy here. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, the drive from L.A. to uh, Vegas is a little bit boring. So it's like, you know, it's me telling stories, picking my favorite songs. It's just something to listen to along that drive.
2: So we will definitely eventually get a, a new season of, of Dave? Yeah, just, I,
1: I'm still alive. So yeah.
2: as long as, you know, I'd
1: have to, if some you know, my life is going on. Maybe you're writing an episode right now. You know? uh, Hey. Something crazy I, would have to happen. I
2: know Rich Eisen. I know he's been yeah. on it. If you want to put me on an episode, I, I would, I would yeah. not say no. I will not have any tough negotiations sure. there.
1: All right. We'll keep your money low. <laughs>
2: well, yeah. one cent. I'm good. Yeah. Before we let you run, here's the multi-million dollar question of the week. Will they get engaged eventually? Not after the game, just eventually. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift.
1: Great question. Uh, I have no inside insight to this. Mm -hmm. So this is just me from afar. feels like they're they're meeting each other at the right time. It feels like they're both at that age where they're ready to settle down. So I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, but they're going to get divorced. No, I'm joking. They're not going to get divorced. I'm
2: I'm going to say, yeah. We've just started this today. A lot of yeses, a few maybes. No one has uh, said no yet. What's
1: this right here? No.
2: Yeah, well, no one said it yet.
1: Oh, okay. I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go yes. I think they are going to get I, But who the hell? I don't know. I have no idea. I've never been around them. <laughs> they seem like, look, it seems like, you know, you're dating Taylor Swift. You probably better have your own going on too. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And so he's, he is the Taylor Swift at what he does. And mm-hmm. I think they both probably compliment each other well and and i think they both have such mutual respect for each other and they both seem like really good people at the end of the
2: day well a, a pleasure to meet you uh best of luck with everything and thanks so much for doing this
1: thank you for having me
0: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds